Hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless you, we bless you. Come on now, magnify his name, he's worthy. Hallelujah. He's worthy, yes, he is. He's worthy, yes, he is. Hallelujah. We magnify your name. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody give him praise. He's worthy. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. We bless you. We bless you. Glory. Hallelujah. We bless you. Come on now. Just bless his name. Bless his name. Come on. Hallelujah. We bless you. We bless you. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Less of us, more of you, none of us, all of you, Father. Think through my mind and speak through my vocal cords that none of your word would fall to the ground. And Father, we're going to be ever so careful to give you glory, honor, and praise. Good morning, Victory Works. Good morning, Terry. Come on now. Somebody bless him. It's going to be short today. Just listen. Just understand that. This is a word to encourage you. You have entered into your time of harvest, the beginning of your season of harvest. So let's God, Lord. Father, we thank you. Hmm. So someone type, I'm a son and it's harvest time. Come on now. I'm just sharing this out with a few people. Then we're going straight to the word. Amen. Come on. Bless him, bless him, bless him. Come on. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Come on. Somebody give him glory. And you're not going to give him glory for anything that he's going to do for you. But you're going to give him glory just because of who he is. Come on now, bless his name, give him glory. Share the broadcast. Come on now, share the broadcast, let your people know that the word is going forth, amen. <laughs> amen and amen. Just share this on out and Here we go. Hallelujah. Come on. Now we are in the time and season of the Feast of Pentecost. Now, <clears throat> the Feast of Pentecost is one of the three major fall feasts of God. There are eight feasts that the Lord commanded them to come into his presence and do not come empty-handed. So when God says to come into his presence at a certain time, place, and meeting uh, that he's chosen, he says, do not come empty-handed. So when we come into the presence of the Lord, 
we want to understand that because his kingdom is built on seed time and harvest, you have to understand that you always enter into his presence with an offering. So the offering, now listen, I know what we've grown up in church and doing certain things, but listen, let's let's destroy the old man, the old mindset, and let's understand that God's kingdom is built on seed time and harvest, according to Genesis 8.22. The Bible says, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time shall not cease. So when you understand that when God declared and put these seasons, these times in the earth, it was directly connected to his feast of the Lord, the kingdom of God, seed time and harvest. So when we understand, and let's just go to the word, Father, we thank you that this word shall go unhindered and uninterrupted by any satanic weapon, any satanic force. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over the atmosphere, over the technology, over everyone listening under the sound of my voice. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that right now, from this point on, they are out of debt. Their needs are met. They've got plenty. They have plenty. Oh, come on, somebody. Plenty. They've got plenty of more to put in store. Father, right now, I declare and decree that right now, mm, hey, broko ishata, mm, ishata, oh my God, my God, ah, glory. Father, right now, to that person that is in need, you got a $20,000 need. I hear the Lord saying it's already taken care of and the check is on the way. Ah, glory, the person that was supposed to be controlling that contract, that deal, ah, glory, has already sent it. It's on its way. And the Lord says to give him praise. Come on, somebody. Good morning, Jasmine Candles. So when you understand that the feast of the Lord is directly connected with seed time and harvest time. So let's go here. Um, let's go here. We're going to go to Ecclesiastes chapter 3 just to give this uh, the proper context. And it says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest or to pluck up that which has been planted. So the first thing that you have to understand that right in the wisdom books, he says that there's a time to plant and a time to reap from what's been planted. Man of God, woman of God, I hear the Lord saying that your seed sowing is not in vain. They're, uh, just like when you put seeds in the ground, they don't go overnight, but there's a time, there is a process that, that, that the seed has to go through underneath the ground. You don't see that it's working in your life, but God says, I'm working behind the scenes and your help is on the way. And when it harvests, listen, the vision in the end will speak for you. You won't even have to say anything. Uh, don't worry about being mocked. Don't worry about how you look. God says you are going to get the last laugh in Jesus name. So come on here. So Psalms 102. Now remember, seed time and harvest, sowing a seed, sowing a seed. Now, now I'm going to show you in the word today. Not only is this a what they call a set time, which which in the Hebrew is the Hebrew word moad or moadim, that means a God declared, created time, meeting, and place 
when the Father comes down for us to meet him. Amen. Psalms 102, verse 12, 13. He says, but you, O Lord, shall endure forever, and your, <laughs> and your remembrance is unto all generations. And then he says, you shall arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time. Yes, the set time is come. When you understand that, first of all, this phrase, you shall arise, that word arise means that he's going to come on the scene. So when God dealt with Moses in Exodus chapter three, this is the beginning of these set times. He says, I am come down to deliver. This is the time and season, man of God, woman of God, where the father Elohim has come on the scene personally to make sure you and your situations are taken care of. Once again, Please do not lose heart. Listen, this is don't let the enemy to try to discourage you because he's been working on your behalf and he has come down to handle it firsthand. But look at verse 13. He says, you shall arise and have mercy upon Zion. Now, mercy, that's the love. That's the that's the buffer where God says, listen. I already know, and you know, you didn't do everything right last year, last season, last month, last week, yesterday, but my mercy, my love and mercy covers a multitude of mistakes, missteps, and sins. So when you understand that he had, he's saying, I do not want to uh, uh, keep you disattached from your harvest. So I bring mercy to make sure nothing goes unhindered and uninterrupted. Amen. Listen, it's your time. Don't let the devil tell you anything different. It's your time. Come on, someone type, I'm a son and it's my time. Come on, get this right here. Come on, I'm a son and it's my time. Come on, get it, get it. I'm a son and it's my time. Now, he says right here that the time that he's bringing in, God is very specific. This is going to be a time of favor. This favor is God's divine influence and presence in and on your life for the wealth, for the resources, for whatever you need to be handed to you. You ain't, listen, this is going to be a time of sweatless victory. This is going to be a time and season, listen, where where God is saying, look, you're going to you're going to think something and it's going to manifest before you even have a chance to ask it why? Because my divine presence and influence to connect you with the wealth and the resources is now and right now. Come on, somebody give God a praise. So now he says the time to favor, yes, the set time Moadim. So listen, we didn't have, man didn't have anything to do with these set times. God put these times in the earth just for us to reconnect, be refreshed and renewed for such a time as this. So listen, man of God, woman of God, rejoice right now. I dare you to give God a prayer. Can you give God 30 seconds of praise right now and just understand that what he's doing in your life? God has to take you. And let me just put this up here because I know this is for somebody. God uses his process as preparation for provision. Now, listen, 
I know for some of you right now, your money's been a little bit funny, okay? I know you've been going through some hot situations. Your boss, your employee, your employees, you know, whatever. They, it's, it's like you've been in the fire. You've been accused. You've been humiliated. You've been going through some things. But listen, God says, that is my process that I use to go forth in your life. Without fire, come on now, there can't, oh, oh, see, Oh, oh, we don't have to go here. Go to Psalm 66. Let me just take this to you. Come on, if you're getting something right now, someone type, <laughs> someone type, I'm a son and I'm in my wealthy place. Come on. I'm a son and I'm in my wealthy place. Come on, get this right now. Come on, I only got a few more minutes. Come on now, get this. Psalm 66. Now, listen, God uses his process. It's a process that prepares you to receive, listen, your harvest, okay? Your, you, listen, God cannot, listen, God cannot give power to someone he doesn't trust or has not been trained and prepared. Come on, God is not... <laughs> Listen, and I'm going to teach this. I'm going to do a book on it. But God doesn't want us walking in the spirit of stupid, okay? God doesn't give a weapon to a child. No, he trains, he prepares that child to be able to use that tool, that device, that weapon, so that way he's not injured. Come on now. God cannot give you a million dollars when you don't know how to use a hundred dollars. But he says he'll prepare you. He'll start you with 10. Then he'll give you a hundred. Then he'll give you a thousand. And then he'll give you a 10,000 and a hundred to see what you will do. Will you follow his instructions? Oh, come on now. See, we have to follow. Oh, come on. I wish I had somebody. But listen, Psalm 66. Someone saying, yeah. Someone, someone say, I'm a son and it was a setup. Come on, type it. I'm a son and it was a setup. Come on now. That's right, Brother Terry. Oh, <laughs> That's right, Brother Terry. Here we go. Psalm 66. And this is going to bear witness. But now listen. When God shows you this, when God does this, you must listen. My sheep hear my voice and the stranger they will not follow. This is what God wants us to do. He wants us, listen, to be able to hear his voice and obey because on the other side of your obedience is the wealth connection. Here we go. Psalm 66. Look at verse 10. Now, 95 to 99 percent of what you've been going through has not been the devil. It's been God taking you through his process to prepare you for this next level, okay? If he doesn't train you, you won't be ready for the attacks that come on this new level. Oh, I wish I had somebody with me today. See, you've been thinking that that this was all the devil and it was not, okay? I'm gonna say it again, it was not the devil. God was preparing you for wealth and greatness. But just like a boxer, a boxer just can't go into the ring with anybody. He has to be trained for that next opponent. Oh, I wish I had somebody with me. Are you with me today? God's been training you all the time. He's been getting you prepared all the time. He's been making you tough. He's been getting, listen, <laughs> the devil's been your punching 
punching bag so that way you could be ready to be able to deal with this new level of enemy because with with promotion comes new enemies how glory see the blessing comes but it comes with persecution oh come on son i see somebody ain't gonna like you becoming a millionaire someone's not gonna like you having your debts paid someone's not gonna like you being healed from whatever they said couldn't be healed oh come on i wish i had somebody somebody's not gonna like you be uh leaving your job and opening your business oh come on somebody i wish i had oh shit Ah, glory. See, somebody's not going to like it. When you are the one that has enough money to take care of all your children's college funds now while they're still in elementary school, somebody's not going to like the house and the cars and the things. Now, listen, get this, get this into your spirit. Okay. First of all, God does care that we have the things that we need. Okay. Because he says, okay, <laughs> he says, oh my God, he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things shall be added. See, but God wants to make sure that we're mature enough to make sure that the things are not the first and foremost in our life, but he is. Oh, come on now. If you are the one that makes the Lord first in your life. Someone type, I'm a son and God is first. Come on, I'm a son and God is first. So let's go. We're right here, 66, Psalm 66, verse 10. For you, O God, not the devil, have proved us and you have tried us, not the devil, as, as silver is tried. You, O Lord, not the devil, brought us into the net. You laid affliction upon our loins, not the devil. You, God did this, caused men to ride over our heads. Listen, now here's the process. We went through fire and through water, but you brought us out into a wealthy place. So, the fire is the purifying, it's the refining, it burns off the flesh, anything that's not like God. Fire not only cleanses and refines, it also causes whatever it is to expand so God can pour more into you. Oh, come on, somebody. See, I wish I had somebody with me. See, the fire gets you prepared for more. Mm. Come on, are you getting this this morning? The fire of God prepares you for more from God. Someone type, I'm a son and I'm ready for more. Mm. Oh my God, my God, my God. Oh my, see that's right there. The fire prepares you for more because we're talking about silver. And I've got some people who who deal with the marketplace, who deal in the marketplace of money. And when you understand, now listen, that gold, silver, and platinum, which our money system is supposed to be backed by and, and, and founded on, comes out of the ground. Now in Genesis chapter one, God says that let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have what? Dominion over what? Fish, fowl, cattle and over all the earth 
Now, man of God, woman of God, listen, the devil has lied to you to think that debt was a part of your makeup. Lack was a part of your makeup. Poverty was a part. Oh, I'm supposed to be poor, so I look humble. That's a lie. Poor just makes you look poor and destitute. But God said, look, I gave you power and dominion over the earth. If gold, silver, and platinum precious metals come out of the ground the bible says he gave you power and dominion ruling authority over what comes out of the ground so money should follow and obey your voice oh come on somebody see when you understand that the fire see when you heat up when you take precious metals out the ground they're not ready for the marketplace this is why he said that you tried it like silver is tried silver at that time was the most precious metal it wasn't gold so the the, the metal that had value was silver so when you take it out of the ground it's dirty it's crusty it's got grime over it so you put it in a smelting pot and the fire under the pot causes the, the metal to melt and, and go to the bottom and the dirt, junk, and garbage to come to the top. And that person skims it off the top and throws it away. But it has to go through that process, listen, seven times. Seven in the Bible means <laughs> prepared, mature, and complete. So he said, I went through fire. So now, here's the thing. When you heat up metal, and you cool it off with the water. It went through fire, then through water. See, water, when it hits the hot metal, okay, causes it to cool, but it also causes pores to be created so more can be poured in. Oh, my God. So the wealthy place, this, this phrase wealthy place means a place of saturation, being saturated, infused. This is your season, man of God, woman of God, where God is going to saturate and infuse you with wealth and resources at your fingertips before you have a chance to even pray it. It's going to come to you because of your dominion and authority. So listen, you are in a time, you are in a time of the wealthy place and harvest. Now, Pentecost, which is 50 days after Passover, is the beginning of harvest, okay? So let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 16, and we're going to end here for today. Have you, have you gotten something today? Listen, if you've gotten something today, someone type, oh, I'm a son. And I'm wealthy. Come on. I'm a son and I'm wealthy. Ladies, you know, I'm not just talking about gender. It had nothing to do with gender. It has everything to do with your birthright coming in connection with the father. So listen, here we are. Deuteronomy 16. Look at verse 16. And it says three times in a year. Okay. Shall all mankind appear before the Lord thy God in the place. Remember the Moadim, okay? In the place. In the place. Come on now. There's a certain place that the Father's going to meet you. I wish I had somebody with me. Come on now. <clears throat> in the place that he shall choose. In the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is Passover. In the Feast of Weeks, which is what we're in right now. Pentecost. It was called the Feast of Weeks first because 
right 50 days or seven weeks and one day after Pentecost, after Passover, was the Feast of Weeks, seven, meaning completion and maturity. And in the Feast of Tabernacles, which is at the end of the year, and they shall not, listen, appear before the Lord empty. Every man shall give as he is able. See, every man shall give as he is able. Every man shall give. Every man shall sow seed as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord, thy God, which he hath given. So, because this is in between the beginning and the end of harvest, Pentecost sets the stage. It's called the Feast of First Fruits, okay? So 50 days after they sold the seed in Passover, okay, whatever came out the ground, they would grab a handful with two wheat loaves, put it in the basket, bring it to the priest, the one who went into the presence of God. And that priest, the prophet or the priest would declare the blessing and the power of God over the harvest that would that would be finished by tabernacle. He would pronounce the blessing. And then as he pronounced the blessing, he says he would wave it before the Lord. It's called a wave offering. So that priest would wave the basket before the Lord and speak the blessing that the blessing of the Lord would rest in their house. Oh my God. See, are you ready for the blessing of God to rest in your house? Oh my God, see? Ha <laughs> ha, somebody get this. Oh, I got to show this to you. Come on, I got to show this to you. Are you ready to receive this right now? Come on now. Are you ready to receive this? Come on now. That the blessing would rest in the house. This is in Ezekiel. Let me just go here real quick because I got to show this to you. Ezekiel chapter 44. I wasn't even going here today, but listen, this do not miss this Sunday on the hour of power, 7.30 Mountain Standard Time. Listen, we're going, Pastor Tanya and I, listen, we are going to be speaking the blessing that it would rest in your house. Get your seed prepared today. You're going to sow a seed today. So, so, so when the day of Pentecost is fully come, you can have great manifestation. Oh, my God. Okay. Ezekiel chapter 44. See, I wasn't even going here. Let me edit this because I wanted, I, I, I've got to add this because you got to see this. Ezekiel 44. Okay. Check this out. Look at verse 30. And the first of all the first fruit of all things, of every oblation of all, amen, of every sort of your oblation or offering, okay, shall be the priest. You shall also give unto the priest the first of your dough, listen, that he may cause the blessing to rest in your house. Ezekiel 44, 30. See, so when the priest, when the prophet right now speaks that this blessing, the blessing of the Lord, you'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going out, blessed coming in. This blessing, this supernatural empowerment is on your life, activated in full force that it rests in your house. This is a twofold blessing. 
this is a twofold empowerment. Why? Because the Bible said that the blessing would rest in your house. Paul said that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So that's the first house. But then in your surrounding house, what you, where you live and make your domain, that the blessing will rest in your house. See, we got to stop right there. But listen, get your, get your seed ready. Now, the Bible says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Now, I want to challenge you today. I want to challenge you to give a seed that you've never given before. Come on now. Come on now. Get this right here. Get a seed prepared that you've never given before. Now listen, I'm going to speak the blessing over you right now. See, I'm going to speak it before Pentecost comes on Sunday. Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost was truly come, had fully come. Oh, come on now. See, I wish I had somebody with me right now. See, he says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were in one place, listen, in one accord, and then, <laughs> whoo, and then the Holy Ghost came in like a sound of a mighty rushing wind. Oh, I wish I had somebody with me today. See, when you understand that, when you get that, see, it's going to fill you up today. This blessing, his, oh my God. He says, and they were all filled. See, there's that word filled, saturated. See, it connects to Psalm 66 when it understands that you were saturated. You're being saturated today with this empowerment to prosper. Now, listen, the Bible says, given it shall be given, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. So, listen, lift your Lift your hands, get your offering prepared to sow it. Amen. Right now. Do this right now. Father, your word says, while the earth remains, the seed time and harvest shall not cease. Father, as the prince of the prophet right now, in their midst, I speak the overflowing, abundant, exceeding, and abundantly empowerment to prosper and be successful on their seed and in their house. Father, I thank you. They're going to build houses. They, they're going to be in houses they didn't build, vineyards and olive gardens they didn't plant. Oh, Father, they're going to receive wealth that they had nothing to do with, and it's going to be residual, continual, perpetual, forever. Father, as they give their seed, as they sow it, Father, I bless them. Father, the hundredfold, the thirtyfold, and the sixtyfold, multiply it in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, amen. Now listen, sow your seed. Use the website. Use the Zell. But I'm gonna, I, I want to challenge you to everyone that can sow the seed into the hand of the prophet using the cash app and dollar sign prophet Bryant. The Bible says that you will receive a prophet's reward as the blessing has already been spoken. Now release it into the hand of the prophet and watch what God does in your life. Amen. Listen, don't miss this Sunday morning. 7.30 Mountain Standard Time, and we're going to have a celebration, celebrating and recognizing the day of the Feast of Pentecost this Sunday morning. Listen, be blessed. It's your time. You are his son, his offspring, and you have an inheritance.